Hey, hey, what is up, everyone? This is Ete with another episode of Eco Lawn Science. Today is April 23rd. We are still in the corona lockdown. Um, I almost can't believe it's been six weeks or so, somewhere around there. Uh, we're losing track of time. And I know many people, I actually have a neighbor today, just got laid off. And so I know there's a lot of hardships out there and it continues. So I hope everyone is doing okay and, and surviving. Um, and just hope this thing can, can wrap up soon. We've been fortunate with my service company, Ecolon, to have been able to have work. In fact, we've had a lot of growth this year, which is kind of odd, seeing that you know there's so much hard hard times and tough things going on out there. But I am grateful for it, and um, and it's been a good opportunity for me. I've actually been out um, doing some of the work, which I haven't had the chance to do for years, just because of the growth of the company. I've been behind a desk and a computer and training and teaching for the last uh, five, six years. And so I finally had this last few weeks to get back in a truck and it's been kind of cool. Um, I probably won't be able to stay there too long because the things I have to do are starting to, starting to suffer a little bit, but it has been really eye opening and interesting and fun. I have loved it. And it's been good for me to spend the last month just getting out there doing the work and reconnecting with the earth and the, the lawns and seeing, I don't know, seeing the operations, seeing, you know, being out in nature. It's, it's been cool. I've loved it. Um, and so I wanted to do today's episode on, on something that's happening now. Uh, April 23rd is, you know, we're hitting our, our dandelion season. So um, here in Utah, the lawns um, on the backside of the Wasatch Mountains are still coming out of dormancy, believe it or not. It's usually around May, first week of May, later that part where we kind of hit our full uh, spring, you know, full spring mode where the trees are going and the lawns are woken up. But we're still, you know, maybe three quarters of awake, but we still have a lot of lawns, a lot of yellowish sleeping lawns out there. And and it's actually um, been, we're, we're actually in a little bit of a, a dry spell so early in the year. Um, so hopefully that'll break. And so I've noticed that. I've noticed everybody's favorite little weed is popping up, the dandelion. Um, and so I wanted to share some thoughts on it. And, you know, some of you that absolutely hate the dandelion, you may not like what I'm going to say because um, there's some cool things about this plant. Um, but I understand it, it's a nuisance for many. Uh, so anyway, just want to share some things that I've been observing and, and, and seeing and also learning about. Um, with the dandelion and knowing that it's such a pest for so many. I mean, people just have nightmares about this weed. Um, <laughs> and it's actually a cool little, a cool little weed or plant, um, you know, the yellow flowers and then it turns white and you, everyone knows as a kid, you grab it and you blow on it and the seeds fly everywhere. But I don't know what they're doing is they're just basically ensuring that there'll be weed control companies forever because the seeds just take off and they land in your yard and your neighbor's yard and the cycle continues. Um, and so I know for a lot of people, it's it's a nightmare and they just don't ever want to see them. Um, but I want to talk a little bit about the pros and the cons. I mean, there's really cool things about this plant. So um, yeah, so actually I want to start out with some cool things about it because um, I know it's such an enemy for so many. Um, and it used to be for me, it's just the way I was trained in lawn care, get that out of there, get that out of there, you know, kill it. Um, but as I've taken some time to really appreciate it, um, it's actually really neat. So here's some things that I've learned. Um, you know, the dandelions are now, for, first of all, it's, it's classified as a broadleaf weed. So you have your different classifications of weeds and the broadleaf ones are the ones that you're going to use a, what's called a selective herbicide or a selective weed control. So when you apply your weed control, it'll be able to select and determine between the grass and the weed and target only the weed also, only. And so it falls into the broadleaf category. And they're actually in all 50 states. 
and they're believed to be brought in by uh, brought to America by the pilgrims as a medical herb. Um, and we'll talk a little bit about their their benefits in, the, in a minute. One thing I like is if you notice, like I said, pointed out earlier, the lawns and the trees. The trees still are not bloomed here. The flowers aren't coming up. The lawns are starting to wake up, and so there's not a lot of, of plants, a lot a lot of color. And so the dandelions, they're popping up already and providing that, you know, some, some, some brightness to the landscape. There's, a, you know, that bright yellow color. <laughs> and, and, and some also, they're, they're pollinators. You know, when there's not a lot out there right now that's awake and going, it's something for the bees to come and, and, and to, to use as pollinators in the early spring. So that's kind of a cool thing. They also provide a lot of nectar for many different insects, and they encourage biodiversity in your local ecosystem, you know, because they attract these bees and butterflies, moths and birds. Um, and so it kind of, uh, you know, brings more diversity, which in, in return, you know, there's, a, there's massive benefits there, you know, for us. And so, you know, there's some good things to it. Um, the long taproots, so they have these really long taproots, sometimes two, three feet. Um, under the soil, which is why they are so difficult, which is why they're so prevalent and always returning. And they, but what something kind of funny I've learned is that these long tap roots, as they go through the soil, imagine them going out, you know, going down deeper and going wide, um, you know, horizontally. They actually can help aerate the soil as they kind of put cracks in the soil, allows the oxygen to come in. And so what happens is these these dandelions they actually draw and from the taproot they'll draw calcium, iron, potassium from deeper, you know, lower. So if, imagine two, three feet roots going down, going out, grabbing this this calcium, iron, potassium from the deeper layers of the soil, and and bringing it up to the plant, you know, to to the surface. Um, and then when that plant dies, it actually leaves a very minimal mineral. Uh, I can't talk tonight. Mineral rich organic matter. So you know, good benefit, right? That that goes back into the soil and it kind of sweetens the deal so there's some good things there um yeah they're edible um actually i think the entire plant is edible i've actually never eaten them but I've, i have had dandelion tea um but i know they're originally brought in as, a, as an herb for healing uh, medicinal usage i know they have a lot of vitamins um a vitamin c vitamin k in these plants and so many people it's funny it's like what's that phrase one man's trash is another man's treasure you know for some in some places they love dandelion it's such a cool thing and, and here we have so many um we just want to get rid of them we can't stand them and i almost wonder hmm is there something i don't know maybe there's something we could do with them i don't know maybe maybe instead of just getting rid of them and killing them off maybe we could find a way to collaborate and and use the benefits of them i, I don't know who knows that might be that might be a lot of work um you know for other people who may not have them around but anyway, really cool, cool weed. And so, as you've seen, they, they're one of the first things that come up in the spring. Um, because of those deep tap roots, some of these plants can survive five to ten years. Often what happens is people may, whether they pull them or mow them or cut them or spray them, they don't always get the tap root. And if you don't get the tap root, that it will regenerate like the next, this following fall. You will see more heads come off of it. So you've got to go, you've got to get that root out or it will reflower in the fall. Um, each, each head can have about a hundred seeds. So picture that, right? If you have a hundred dandelions with a hundred seeds, you know, you let it go and that it's gonna, you're gonna have a dandelion farm very quickly within a couple of years. Um, as far as if you do want to get rid of them, I, I like fall is one of my favorite times to kill them. A lot of people spray them when they see the yellow, but that's really too late because it's already opened up. It's already beginning the seed process. Um, I really like to do them in the fall when, when they're still green, low to the ground, and they're harder to identify. A lot of people don't even 
know that they're out in the fall, but if you can get them there, you will prevent them from even going to seed in the spring. And so I think one of the most effective times is, you know, just when that rosette, when it, when it first starts, the green part pops up, just a, little, a quick little spray um, or a pool, and you can save yourself a lot of headache um, in the spring. And I know some people put down a pre-emergent in the fall for that reason. Um, so often that is overlooked, that fall, the fall weed control benefit. Um, as far as what kind of spray you're going to use, it's really going to determine, you know, if you've heard my show before, I talk about different products. It determines what you're looking to do and what your stance is. But, you know, if you're looking for a traditional, you know, any product with a 2,4-D um, is going with a very little amount, you know, maybe an ounce, two ounces a gallon the most is going gonna, is gonna to fry those up, take care of those really well. Um, you can also – I like the Fiesta we control, which is a more of a natural one. It's not fully organic, but it's made from iron, just basically minerals, and that does a great job. You've got to go a little heavier, about five ounces per gallon, and you've got to make sure – um, you've got to make sure that you get the pH dialed in just right, you know, a lower pH of like six in your mix as you apply that to get a good result. Um, but yeah, there's also the Savitas or Savitas. I still don't know how to say it, even though I've brought it in. I just never heard anybody say it. That's a good product. What's going to have a very minimal amount of 240, um, a minute amount, and it works great. And so different, different products out there for you to use. Um, you know, you can use weed pullers, which are great. Just make sure you get the taproot. So they have some reed pullers that you put down, and as you pull and you twist it, it'll just get that whole root out. Um, and so obviously when the ground's a little softer, a little more moist, you're going to have a better result, a better, op- a better chance of getting that taproot out of the ground. Um, and so, yeah, but you know, the key is just getting ahead of it before they flower, as soon as you see them. And it's more of just staying on top of it. And if you do it that way, you don't have to come in and use a lot of spray or whatever you do. It's very minimal if it's more of a, a maintenance thing. A few other, um, things that are helpful on more of a, a maintenance side are again, thicken your lawn. If you have a lawn that's just really got good, thick turf, there's less places for the the weed seeds to germinate. Um, So that's helpful. So that can be done by, you know, proper watering, fertilization, and proper mowing. And then also raise your blades when you mow. Um, Mowing low and really getting down there is really going to encourage them and, and not help to minimize your dandelion problems. So I would say, you know, definitely raise your blades up. Um, so yeah, overall, you know, there's a lot of different points. I know right now there's a lot of people coming out and say, Hey, leave the dandelions. We need the dandelions. And I can see that side. I also know that a lot of people work hard and it just, it's, it's almost this thing when they have a nice green lawn and landscape and these bright yellow weeds, you know, it just, it drives them nuts. And and I understand that too. So, and of course there's the whole battle where you've got, maybe you'll have some great lawns in your neighborhood and then you'll have, maybe you are the person that has more of a natural look and, and the neighbors are upset because they're blowing into your lawn, you know, and so there's all that, that, that too. So <laughs> dandelions are, this one weed causes quite a bit of, quite a bit of strife in our country. Um, but yeah, overall, you know, I love it in the, in the spring driving by a field of dandelions. I think it's really, it's really pretty. It's, it's just vibrant. I love the way it looks. Um, but yeah, it definitely can be a nuisance in, in the landscape. So if you are going to spray, please just spray early and, and, and spot treat. Don't, you don't have to blanket your whole lawn. Get them before they seed. That's my biggest um, desire really for everyone is I, I see so many people spraying post once they've seeded. Um, and we get it all the time. I get people call me, come spray the, spray the weeds, spray the weeds. And I understand that because they don't, they don't understand the cycle. But I, I just know, man, if you had gotten this two or three weeks ago or if you have focused on this in the fall, we could have prevented this. And you know, we're spraying a weed that's already on its way out. 
Um, so yeah, just be mindful of how you treat it. And yeah, maybe one day we'll find a great, a great way to, to, to recycle the dandelions, to get them out of your lawn and take them to where we could use them or I don't know, find a great way to, to turn them into something good and useful. So anyway, uh, just some thoughts on dandelions. Um, but they're coming. I, I've seen them start in Heber, in Heber Midway. They started about, about five, six days ago in Salt Lake, Utah County area. They started about two weeks ago in a park city. They'll probably just begin, um, I would say by the first of May. So, so, so get ready. It's dandelion season and have fun with it.